0: welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you today. As you know, I am always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart real deal guests, and I got to tell you, today's show is a grand slam. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I'm excited to pick his brain for your benefit today. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs or through Powerful Words Character Development, All-Star Cheer Sites, or the Jason's Army Mastermind Group, you know how much I focus on the importance of effective negotiation skills, right? Well, the show is going to help us to do just that. So today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable information about what I consider to be a super hot topic to help you succeed. So I want to, well, I'm going to ask you to strap yourself in today. It's going to be a blast. So, as I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. You know, we only get one ride on this merry-go-round, we want to make sure it's one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your child, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss a second of it. So. Before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest expert today. Chris Voss is CEO of the Black Swan Group and author of national bestseller, Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as if Your Life Depended on It. A 24-year veteran of the FBI, Chris retired as their lead international kidnapping negotiator. His company specializes in solving business communication problems with hostage negotiation solutions. In addition to the FBI, Chris's expertise draws from Harvard's program on negotiation, Scotland Yard, and the Kellogg School of Business. His negotiation methodology centers around black swans, small pieces of information that have a huge effect on an outcome. Not only does Chris believe that the negotiation process needs to be tailored to draw out these complexities, but also he and his team negotiate in a way that has a huge impact on influencing an outcome. Chris and his team have helped companies secure and close better deals, save money, and solve internal communication problems. Folks, obviously, Chris is a real deal. Welcome. I'm thrilled to have you today.
1: Thanks, Jason. An absolute pleasure to be here with you today. I'm looking forward to doing this. Ah, and me both. Well, you know, listen,
0: before we get started, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak or, or reading your book yet, take a second, share your story with our listeners. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick?
1: Who is Chris Voss? Well, making hostage negotiation applicable to, to daily life. I mean, I love, I love people making deals that they wouldn't make otherwise, being surprised by the agreement that they just got when they thought they were going to have an argument or when they thought they were going to have to give in. I mean, I love um, when somebody tells me they made a great deal based on something I told them, and they were shocked by the results. That's what, that's what makes me tick.
0: So... I, I have to ask, you know, how do we how do we tie this in? You know, how does hostage host, excuse me, how does hostage negotiation, you know, what does it have to do with business in our daily life?
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's a crazy idea, right? I mean, it, you know, I would contend that uh, uh, if you take the guns out of a typical bank robbery with hostages, you've actually just got a Monday morning staff meeting with the boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know. um Hostages hostages are people too. Hostage takers are people too. Terrorists are people too. You know, they have feelings. <laughs> 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 let, you know, and, and can you ever imagine a terrorist saying, like, let, let me talk to you about my feelings. <laughs> but, you know, as absurd as that is, um, you know, people are human. All people are human. And bad guys, you know, the way that our profilers got started with the FBI was, it was the idea that, that criminal behavior was just another version of behavior and a homicide is just an intense version of behavior. And so our idea is hostage taking is just a more intense version of people's coping skills. And so if these skills work in, w- under intense pressure, will they work with less intense pressure? And I got to tell you something. I've heard hostage takers that were a lot more calm than people that I've <laughs> I, <laughs> I encounter on a daily basis. So, yeah, it's crazy um, that these emotional intelligence skills of hostage negotiators, emotional intelligence on steroids, put it right into our regular life when people get upset about what they want, and it works like magic. Wow, 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 wow. So I've got to
0: ask, you know, what – how did you find yourself – how did you find yourself in, in that line of work? Like, how does somebody, how does somebody get there? Like, you know, I, I don't even, I don't even understand the career path. Like, how did, how did you get there? Cause that, that, that's, you were not like at an entry level position. You were the, you are the top of the top. So like, how does somebody do that?
1: Well, you know, um, this in law enforcement is kind of like four things. If you don't go into management and leadership, if you want to be a street guy or a gal, if you will. There's basically four things that you could specialize in that, that appeals to f- basically four different types of people, really three types of people, but there are four. You could be a SWAT guy. You could be a bomb tech. You could be an undercover. You could be a hostage negotiator. is by, defini- by, nef- by definition, lie for a living. Um, SWAT guys shoot things. Uh, um, bomb techs blow things up. Uh, So I actually was originally a SWAT guy, but I had a knee injury. And so then I decided to just shift over before I completely destroyed my knee. And I figured hostage negotiation, how hard could that be? I could talk to people. I could talk to terrorists. And it ended up being, and you know, the difference between a hostage negotiator and an undercover, both of them articulate and try to get people try to excuse me sorry about that try to try to uh you know persuade people but a uh hostage negotiator does it with integrity and undercover is a liar you know by definition undercover undercover lies to you but a hostage negotiator wants you to know who they are and where they're coming from and they want to have a great relationship with you that will last forever and, you know, that's not that much differently than what we want in our business or personal interactions. Hostage negotiator, you know, I want to I want you to be happy with the deal that you made for me. So because after all, how am I going to sue a hostage taker? Right. I'm not going to take the guy to court. He's got to do it because he wants to. And so I got into it and I just found out it was a lot more fascinating. And also the skills were just too powerful and too influential to leave on the sidelines of hostage negotiation. I had to find out if we could drop that into business business life. And finally, my, when I trained and taught and um, trained with and taught to the people at Harvard Law School, you know, they saw it long before I did. They said, you know, what you're doing is what we're doing. you just the stakes are different. That's all.
0: Huh. That's it, it's, so, it's just so interesting. Um, it's, it's, not the, it's not the standard... Uh, so what do you do? That's, that's that's fabulous. So tell me this: you know, of, of in your experience, is there you know what would you say is the single easiest way to make
1: somebody a better negotiator? You know, if you if any negotiator just takes a step back for a moment and starts to let good things happen, you know how long is a moment? A moment is three seconds. There's actually data out there that indicates. That a, a moment is three seconds. But, you know, what you're trying to do is you're trying to create good things in moments. And that's actually one of the simplest skills. It's called an effective pause because so many people in negotiation feel like they have to be talking in order to be in control. You know, a hostage negotiator works on a secret is letting the other side talk themselves into your solution. And I can't get you to talk yourself into my solution if I'm talking. So I get to get you give give you a chance to get started, and then I get to lay back, and listen to, for stuff that I like, you know the solid gold and the two hours of conversation that tells me what you really want, and then I you know I gently guide you. Some people call it guided discovery, you know we call it tactical empathy, and as long as I'm not in a hurry. Uh, then I get off this gerbil wheel of repetitive conversations that everybody has in our daily life where we keep having the same conversation over and over and over again and never get anywhere. You know, I get to more effective conversations. I get stuff done. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So that
0: three second, that that three second moment is, uh, is, is the key. That's fabulous. All right. So I've heard you say that yes is bad. What do you mean by that?
1: You know, yes is a trap. Um, if I want to lead you someplace, I'm going to get you to start saying yes because I think I can lead you into a trap doing that. And there's actually this nonsensical theory out there called mere agreement where it says if you get somebody to say yes to the little yeses, it increases the chance they'll say yes to the big yeses. Um, You know, the, the confirmation yeses that lead you into the commitment yes. And we get hammered, you know. Like if I were if I were to call your office and I would uh, say to you, Jason, right? So it's Monday, right? Yes. And um you might say, "Where's this going?" You know that I'm not going to confirm any fact unless I'm taking you somewhere with it. Uh, and this is, you know, we're like battered children with yes. We've been we've been lured into the yes trap. You know, attorneys are trained to do this. They call it cornering. And they're taught, never ask a question that you don't really answer in advance. And that question is always going to be closed in. And, and the answer is always going to be yes. You know, isn't it true that you want to make more money? We know that. And attorneys have done this. And, and, and they, in fact, call it cornering. And so what are you going to do when the attorney is no longer there to keep you in the corner? Well, what you're going to do is you're not going to comply. You're going to have a chance to think about it. You're going to realize that you got you got pushed back into a corner. And you're just going to pretend like you never had the conversation, and that's the problem with yes. Oh, wow. Wow, that's that's actually disturbing on a whole lot of levels. So, huh. <laughs> you know,
0: when I think about um, the need for <laughs> effective negotiations, one of the things that immediately pops to my mind is staff. You know, so from a, from a business owner's perspective, what do we need to know about negotiation um, so that we can effectively negotiate with our staff
1: without beating them down. You have to know the difference between that's right and you're right. And you're right is what we hear most of the time. We actually probably love hearing that more than we, we love hearing yes. But you're right is when somebody is trying to get us to go away. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a magic phrase that if somebody, if your boss is really trying to get you to do something and you want to be on Facebook, you want to do it on social media, you want to multitask, you want to go get coffee. You know, the boss will lay something out to you and you'll look at the boss and say, you're right, boss, and the boss is really happy. And they think that they've made a breakthrough. I actually had uh, uh, a CEO of a company was telling me, because he, he read my book, you know, how bad your right is and the difference between your right and that's right. And, and he is talking to his staff one day. And he was trying to straighten everybody out. In the middle of the conversation, one one of his guys said, "Boss, you're right." And he realized at that moment that that meant that no one was listening to him. They had all tuned him out, and they really just wanted him to stop talking. And he was actually grateful for that knowledge because what he did was he realized he was losing his staff in the direction, and he needed a backup. He needed to rethink things and he needed to talk to them individually and figure out what was really going on. Because when someone says you're right to you, they're asking you, would you please shut up? Now, that's right contrasted. It seemed just to change in one little word. You know, that's right. What we say is what we say when something is completely true. That's right is a man. Two words, like whether you're Republican or Democrat, if you watch the latest presidential debate, whoever you're rooting for, when either Hillary or Donald said something that you completely believed in, you look at the TV and you go, that's right. It's what we say when something's completely true. And then we're spurred to action in that direction. And that's what we got to get people to say in order to get them to move in our direction. We've got to get that's right out of people. Wow what would you
0: say would be a first step? Like how do we we start to ingrain that or or teach that or, or, or educate our folks that number one, A, there is a difference between you're right and that's right, and number two, how do we get
1: them moving in that direction? Well, don't be afraid to talk about how somebody else feels about something even though you don't like the way that they feel, and don't deny it either. Um, you know, there was a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical sales, pharmaceutical sales uh, young lady um, who was in one of my uh, companies or in my in my class at Georgetown. And her company had this hot new drug, and if it was you know it was if it was fresh off of their assembly line, that meant that they for the moment they got the market cornered on the drug. There aren't any clones of the drug. There aren't any knockoffs. And she's trying to sell it to a doctor that's in her territory, and he's really not having it because he knows it's a high-profit drug, and that's really why she wants to sell it. She can't get him to to buy, even though uh, he's bought other products. She decides she's going to go out and get a that's right out of him. Now, she makes the case that almost makes it sound like she's trying to talk herself out of the deal because she said, you know, you're not just going to buy the latest drug from a pharmaceutical salesperson because it's their hottest drug. And they're making the most money off of it. And that's what they're pushing today. She said, you know, your paper, your patients are more than just patients. They're people to you. They matter to you. You feel responsible for their lives and their health. And you're not just going to take the latest drug from me. And, you know, notice it sounds like she's almost trying to talk him out of it. And she said he turned and looked at her as if it was the first time he'd ever seen her. And he said, that's right. And what he wanted was from her recognition and appreciation of his perspective, however different it might be from her. And when someone says that's right to you, it's actually they're telling you they feel understood by you. It's the reason to tactically use empathy. We use empathy because we want it from others. And that's when the other person looks you in the eye and says, you just nailed it with me. I feel empathy between us. I feel this bonded." And at that point in time, they want to cooperate with you, and that's why it makes such a huge difference And the, and the doctor bought the, uh, bought the drug that's fabulous
0: so just so I'm clear on this they, they, you, you, once you've actually used empathy and they actually do finally feel heard, because obviously you know when, if you're talking now with a in a hostage negotiation situation and now they finally feel heard, what's that next or is there an immediate step like? Is it just hearing that, okay, you, um, that's right, and then boom,
1: what's the next thing? I mean, how, do, how do folks know? Where, where do they go from there? Well, then, then that's when you've got to let that moment happen for you. Because when somebody says that's right to you, first of all, you're in the midst of the conversation, and everybody knows everything, and everybody knows what's at stake. And they will never be more willing to cooperate with you voluntarily than they are in that moment. That is the pinnacle moment. And that's when you have to go silent. And you let them, because, you know, the best way to get a deal implemented is when it's their idea. You know, they felt like they won. You know, you don't win a negotiation and agreement. You win as you What happens after you agree? You know, yes is nothing without how. How do we proceed? So you have to go silent in that moment. And if they don't say anything, then you do one or two. You ask one of two questions. and The how and what questions are the most powerful of the calibrated questions. And you say, how do we proceed? What do you want to have happen next? Because you give, still keeping them, giving them the illusion of control. When people feel powerful and they want to agree, they want to move mountains for you. You know, if you have to take additional steps after that, you want to make sure that you're only taking steps that you have to take. You want to get as far as you can under the energy of them wanting to cooperate. I love that. Okay, so the how and
0: those, that's brilliant. And obviously that could be used in in, in any negotiation.
1: Yes, absolutely. How, how and what are really the cornerstone? We don't even call them uh, open-ended questions, and, and you know, in my process, we call them calibrated questions because they're calibrated to create responses. Got it. Oh, this is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. All right, tell me this. You know, I, it's, it's time for a
0: resource of the week. So, how can my listeners find out more and about how you're really? helping entrepreneurs to succeed by sharing this information? Where can they find you? How do they get in touch with you? Um, Where are you at online?
1: All right, so uh, the website is blackswanltd.com, B-L-A-C-K-S-W-A-N-L-T-D, like limited.com. Now, the quickest and fastest way, I mean, you can go to the website, you can peruse it for resources. We have an entire gamut of things of people, a lot of stuff that is complimentary. But if you text the words, that's right... No punctuation, no spaces, just T H A T S R I G H T to two two eight two eight, and again that number on your to text to is two two eight two eight. Text that's right. Then you can sign up for a twice a month complimentary negotiation newsletter. You, you get stuff delivered to your to your inbox. Simple hint uh, hints strategies. The articles are very short and they come out twice a month. Immediately usable. Plus, it tells you about, you know, where you can go to buy the book, when our next training session is going to be, all the different ways that, that we can help people have a, have a better impact on their business and their personal lives. That's fabulous. Okay. Yeah. Folks, if you've not yet done that, um,
0: whip out that phone and make sure. T-H-A-T-S-R-I-G-H-T. You're going to text that over to 22828. And also get on up there to uh, Black Swan Limited. All right. So I I always like to end my podcast with what I consider to be a really telling question. So if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business
1: or even more importantly, help them to live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? You know, yes is nothing without how. Anytime you think you've heard a yes, whoever you're talking to, business, personal life, whatever it is, you know, go to how. Figure out how this is going to happen. Figure out how we can collaborate. Figure out how we make things better. Um, and then you'll find that across the board. It, it, it's the space between yes and no is filled with how. Between those two words, you need how, and things will go a lot better. Love that. Fabulous answer. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. I know how busy
0: you are and how crazy your schedule's got to be. So it means the world to me that you share some of your time and a whole bunch of your wisdom with us. Thank you today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Jason. Absolutely. Folks, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of my mastermind groups, hit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal. Make a plan. Work like hell towards it and achieve the success that you truly deserve. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason,
1: please visit JasonMSilverman.com.